Okay, so very exciting. We're starting the sugi of Tav Rashasiel. It's going to be it's a difficult sugi. There's a lot of work in the Achrenim to do. There's a lot in the Achrenim. We're just push up working out Pshat and how to read the Gemara. And uh, obviously, that's going to come with a, a, a lot of lumdus. But Mir uh, we're going to take it one step at a time. But it's uh, put your seatbelt on, yeah. So the Gemara says as follows. So now when Rav said this din of Karen Kain Shaganov and Kefov Vidalad Vahiksha Samadabadin, Kikama Rav Bayukru Vazulahutakaamar. He said that when it came to price market flux uh, market fluctuations, price changes in the market. Says the Gemara, Hechi Dami, what's our case? If we're gonna say from the onset when you stole it originally, it was worth a zuz, and at the end, Shaviyadalid Zuzi. It's worth four zuz. So then, what's the din there? Tavra Ushasya, if you broke it or you drank the wine, Mishalim Dalit, then you would pay four zuz like the price when it was drank or broken. It vermamila. But if it broke on its own, so even though it was worth four when the barrel broke on its own, Nonetheless, Mishalim Zuza, you only pay a Zuz. So what's the Kasha? The Kasha is that Ram says, Karen Kain Shaganav, but if I stole it was worth one and it was Tavra Vishasya, I'm paying four. So there, that's that's difficult. How come I'm paying four if it's a Karen Kain Shaganav? So Amri, so the response was, Kika'ame Rav, when Rav said this, you pay Karen Kain Shaganav. When it comes to price market fluctuations, that's going to be That's only when it was originally worth four and then it went down to one. Because in that circumstance of depreciation, then you're paying the higher value of four. There the din is Karen Kain Shaganov, you pay the Karen the price of four, and Tashumi Kaful Then you pay the Kaful Dalbahikshasamadabadin. So now there's a lot to be aimed on here. I brought a few here, seven questions on the sheet, and the Makura sheet, and let's go down Case by case. Now, number one, what's interesting about the Gemara is the Gemara says, Should we say that Rav is Chilik on Rav? Now, up until now, we've been asking, right? It's difficult to challenge. I have a Bryce not like you. I have a different Bryce not like you. Now, the Gemara is saying, maybe we should say Rav is not like Rabba. Now, this is a Pella, right? Rabba, you know who Rabba was a Talmud of? Rabba was a Talmud of Rav. So maybe the answer is, yeah, maybe Rav Taka disagrees with Rabba. What's the big deal? Why not? He's my student. I can disagree with my student. So the next question I asked you is the Gemara presented it in an interesting fashion, right? The Gemara doesn't say, there's a challenge, right, that what? That Rav disagrees with Rabba. The Gemara doesn't present it that way. The Gemara says, Lema Pligi. Lema Pligi implies that what? That should we say, should we say that they disagree? It sounds like the Gemara would be, even though on a technical level, it could be that they disagree, the Gemara would have a hard time establishing the case as being a case where they disagree. So I think those two things go in hand in hand. Rabba, who's a student of Rav, if we say that the din of Karen Kein Shaganav applies even in the case of Yukra, even in the case where it goes from one to four, in the Stav Rav Shasya, there the Gemara is bothered. Are we really going to say that Rav... And if Rabbah's din don't disagree, Rabbah's going to go explicitly against the din of Rav? That's hard to hear. So I think those two questions answer each other. Now, Lamaisa, what's, Rav to- what's Rabbah's case talking about? What's the main- Let's talk about the Mamer of Rabbah. Rabbah says, The guy steals a barrel of wine from his friend. 
At the beginning it was worth one zuz, and the end it's worth four zuz. Tavr Rashasya Meshalim Dalid. If you break it or drink it, you pay four. If it breaks on its own, you pay for zuz. Now, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? We're talking about the karen or we're talking about the kefil? Is it clear from the Gemara what we're talking about? We're talking about the karen or we're talking about the kefil? On one hand, we could say that we're talking about the karen, and the kasha is from the case of four. How come you have four? You only have one. On the other hand, we could say we're talking about the kefil. The kefil and it from How can you only have one? Maybe you should have four. So really, the question could be going either way. The pashtus of the Gemara, I think, has a diak beforehand. The Gemara asks, "Hey, What's the case of Yikra Vizula that we're discussing? It changes. The case is and Karen Shaganov. So why does the Gemara throw that line in? The Gemara is clear understanding that the kasha that we're going to ask on Rav is from Karen Kein Shaganov. That's the whole kasha. The kasha is from Karen Shein Kachaganov. So the pashtas then, based off that language, I would assume that the kasha is really going to be a kasha from Karen. And if it's a kasha in Karen, it's a kasha in the Karen. How can we paying a Karen of Dalit and Tavar Vashasi? should be a Karen of Aleph. Now, I am going to add an addendum here, that even though it's the pashtas of the reading of the Gemara, that, that diuk isn't mochruch. How do I know? Because, let's go back, we have a machlekes, Rashi Tesis, what's the Chiddush of Karen Ke'in Shaganav? Is the Chiddush of Karen Ke'in Shaganav a din in Karen? That's how Rashi learns, right? That everything really should go after Shasamad of a din. Elamai, there's a Chiddush, a drasha, and the Apostle, it says, Chaim Begneva, and therefore we have a drasha, Achil Karen Ke'in Shaganav. That's a Chiddush in the payment of Karen. So in the world of Rashi, if we have a Chiddush of Rav, and the Rav's Chiddush in the payment of Karen, when the Gemara says, Karen Kain Shaganav, Lima Pligi de Rabba de Rabba, that Chiddush of Rav, of Karen Kain Shaganav, that's what we should say is a Machlikas on Rabba. That doesn't work with Rabba. Right? So then that makes a lot of sense, this Diok. But it's not Mukhruch, because how did Tursus, right? Tursus is understanding that the Chiddush of Rav is Taka Chiddush in the Kefal Dalad Vehei. So when the Gemara is asking on Rav, Lema Pligi Rabba de Rabba, and the Gemara says, where? In a case where it's originally Shav Yazuza, the Besev Shav Karen Kain Shaganov Lamed Tigi Rava the Rabba. what's the din of Karen Kain Shaganov? The din of Karen Kain Shaganov is a din in the Kefal. The Karen Kain Shaganov is a Khidish in the Kefal. Right? So Lachura, Lachura, according to Tesis, the Kash is from Mitvamamela. The Mitvamamela, how could you only have Aleph for the Kefal? Lachura you should be Chayev Dalit for the Kefal. So I think I think the, the Pshat read in the Gemara is going to be different according to Rashi than it's going to be according to Tesis. In the world of Tesis, the Kasha is from Itvamimela, that you should have a, a, a Kefal of Dalet, not a Kefal of Aleph. And according to Rashi, the Kasha is in the Karen. The Karen of, of Tavar Vashashi should be Aleph and shouldn't be Dalet. Now, what's Pshat Taka that I'm Chayiv Dalet in Tavar Vashasya? What's the Pshat? I stole something. I stole it. There was no Amad Abedin. And now what did I do? I broke it. So when I break it, I'm Chayiv Dalet. If I break the object, I'm Chayiv Dalet. That's what I see in the, in, the, in the Gemara. So that means if I steal something and then break it, I'm Chayiv the price, at least the higher price, of that which I did, that which I broke when I took it. And that which I broke when it was a B'Shaz Shvira. Now, that means that the, the Tvira is Mechaev, the higher price. Now, what's the, what's the gather of that Chiev? 
Is a get of a chiv, part of my chiv, a geneva, is a get of my chiv, part of my chiv, it's a new chiv mazik. Right? We don't know. The Gemara doesn't tell us. We'll have to see, maybe the Rishonim tell us. The Gemara doesn't tell us. So that's going to be something that we're going to have to go ahead and analyze. What is it? Why is that true? Now, by Itva Mimela, the reason I'm Chayv Aleph is because when I stole it, was worth Aleph. Now, at the end of the day, it was worth Aleph and it's going up in price, it's going up in value while it's in my Rishos. So if the object is going up in value constantly when it's in my Rishos, so then I would assume that logic would dictate that I have to pay, right? If an object didn't break, the barrel didn't break, I stole the barrel, and now it's in my Rishos, and the barrel goes up in value. So it was one when I stole it, now it's four. When I'm trying, when I have to give it back, if I give back the object, how expensive a barrel did I give back? I gave a barrel back that was worth four. Whoa. So when I give back the and when I give back the barrel, so I have to give back something which is worth four. But now if it broke on its own, so on a tech, for a pra- technical reason, I can't give back four. That's I'd love to give you four back. But I can't, why? Because it's not here, the barrel. So I have to give you money. How much money do I give you? Oh, you don't have to give me four. Four is too much. You only took one, so pay me back one. Yeah, but I gave you the ben, it would be four. For some reason, that's irrelevant. For some reason, in the world of Itver Mimele, you only have to pay one. You only have to pay one. Even though if you had the object still intact, you'd give it back a value of four. The question is, what's the chilek? How come I'm chayv to give back the more expensive item, but if I'm paying you, I only have to pay you back the value of one of Shas Geneva? Yeah, so now, now like this. In the Maskana Sagamoro, in the Maskana of the Gamoro, we're talking solely in a case of Zula. Zula is a case where it went down depreciated in value. Now, in the world of Rashi, this is very Gishmak, right? Because what's the Chol Kiddush? The Chol Kiddush is Achila Keren, Kein Shaganav. So, when's the only time where the Yipui Kayach, that we're being Mechazik the Keren? The only time we're ever being Mechazik the Keren is that the Keren went down in value. So then, the way the Rashi understands the Din of Achila Keren is very Gishmak. Dafka, where the, the value went down, so now, so now what? So now re pump up the pump up the Karen, pump it up. Achila Karen. In the world of Tesis, what does Achila Karen mean? Achila Karen means keep keep the Karen Dafka to be the Kain Shaganov. Now, why would we keep the Dafka, the Karen Kain Shaganov? So this is also very Gishmak. It's only in a case of Zula. Why? Because in a case of Yukro, when the Karen went up, we're going to talk, uh, make you pay the higher value for the Karen. But when the value didn't go up, the value went down. So then we're going to keep, the, at, least the, at least the Karen, we're going to keep stagnant. At least the Karen, you're going to make it be mashlim, the hefsa that you caused. That's going to be also Machlekes Rashi Teisus with the Maskana. Now in the world of Teisus, we saw last week that uh, when it came to the Teisus of one second, give me a second. That Tosis brought the Gemara later on and did in a different maskana for Timna. That the maskana of the Gemara, even when it comes to a kushas of the hukash of the memela, when it comes to a depreciation of the value of the animal, not because of the market price, but because the animal itself deteriorated. So, for a deteriorated animal, Tosis says clearly, you're not going to be chayev. That's not going to be considered part of your the money that you're liable for. Now, why not? Because Tosis. That's something which he has a claim. And that claim is based on the Gemara and Samachem at Beis. That he can claim, Turugam I didn't take this from you. I'm not attached. I'm not to pay you for something that happened. So even though he didn't cause that through his actions, 
since that is something which at the end of the day the animal is different from the time period from which he took it, that's not something that you're liable to pay for. That's the Shittas Tesis. The Shittas Rashi agree with that in the end of the day. But the Maskana, what's the din of Chushu de Memele? By Chushu de Memele, do we say that also has the din of Rav apply or not? So I just want to point out that Rashi on the Samachnadon with Beis says the Kamini Bishmaitzin, the Imgona Behima Behuchashel Huzla. He says that if you steal an animal and it gets weaker or it goes down in price, Meshal Mkshasa Gneva, the Kshir Chaim. Because it says Chaim there, Chayil the Gana, Chayil the Keren. And you're Machayil the Keren, you pop up the Keren. Shiasholim, it should be full. So it's clear that Rashi is talking the Maskana. It's clear that Rashi is talking about a case where there was a Zula, and says Rashi, not just a Zula, but even a Chuchasha. And there, in both cases, we'd say the dinner of Achila Karen. So it's clear we have a Machlikas here, Rashi Tesfus. This claim of Torah Gondominach, Dicher Gondominach, does that apply to all changes in the animal? Or is that a specific claim? We'll talk about that later on in Mir Tashem when we get to Samachim Bez. But is that a specific claim which only applies to the din of the maturation of the animal? It doesn't apply to the actual um, the actual physical state of the animal after it's already matured and not matured. So that's that's going to be our initial read of the Gemara. Yeah? That's our initial read of the Gemara. So now that we saw the Gemara, we put out our auras, we have some Kiddushin, we have things that we have to analyze. So now I just want to show you I want to learn a Mishnah together later on. The Mishnah is on Kofir Aleph on Reis. The Mishnah is talking about a different din. The Mishnah says as follows. Yeah, the Mishnah says, A person who steals and then is providing for, if he gives that food to his kids, gives his food to his kids, or he puts it in front of them, the gzela. So then the pturim in the shalim. They're exempt from paying for that. The Gemara is going to explain why. But if it's something which has a chrayas, the Gemara is going to explain what that is, then chayim l'shalim. Some of chizda goes over in this issue of bailim. So chizda says, let's say you steal something, and the bailim don't give up hope of getting it back. But now, right, I stole two tomorrow from you, and now the bailim are hoping to get those two tomorrow back from me. And at the end of the day, Reuben came over, he took those two tomorrow, and he ate them. So, according to he can collect from either person. He can collect from the Gazlan, or he can collect from the person who ate them. Ask the Gemara, my timer. What's the reason? Whenever the Bailim didn't give up hope, it's in the Rishus of the owner. Therefore, what? We see that when it comes to the din of eating someone else's thing that you stole, the object, the stolen object, there is a din of you can collect from either party. One, he stole it. The other one, presumably, he didn't steal it. He was mazakit. Right? He destroyed it. How did he destroy it? He destroyed it. There was a digestive track. Therefore, you can collect from either one. It's an important thing that we're going to see. It's an introductory source that we're going to need for the other sources that we're going to see today, later on in Yitzhak Shem. So now that we saw that Gemara, so let's just see, there's a tesis here also, which I want to see. Not bad, Sam, because it's, I want to see the whole tesis, but for our sugya, it's relevant on the, the bottom. It's one of the relevant, I'm sorry, 
But what he says at the very bottom of the Tesis, so Tesis Tivamaskal Gozel Venayas Yeshul, Tesis says, according to Remy Barchama, Nicha Tvei, yeah, according to Remy Barchama, we understand more, the you less they tame it, the Rishusamari Klau. According to Remy Barchama, he doesn't hold this Swara of Rishusamari. The Kivan Shulay Gazlan, since he's not a Gazlan, Shaino Yachle Tevu Klau, is not able to make a claim on him whatsoever. Shari in the Gamri Rishus Mori, because he's not completely in his ownership. Shari in the is not able to be Makdashit. The Gazan can also make a kinim on him. So, what do we see? We see clearly that if a person is not able to be Makdash something, is not able to go ahead and be sanctify an object which he's the owner of because it's not currently in his domain, it's not under his jurisdiction, someone else took it away from him. So then we see that there's something lacking in his ownership. How is that manifest as lacking his ownership? Because number one, he can't be Maktashit. And number two, if the Gazlan was to physically change the object, so then that object won't belong to the original owner anymore. That the Gazlan, through that causing that physical change, is actually able to attain ownership over the object itself. And therefore, says Tesis, are actually lacking in the ownership of the Maylam HaRishonim. Now I'm going to read Rashi, and if we read Rashi, so then we're going to go and try to start with the Akhreinim. So now says the Holy Rashi, Now if you're going to ask me, what does it mean the Shev Shev Yadalad? I would say when he's, you know, brought to court. Yeah, there's Ahmad Abedin, he's uh, sentenced. Says Rashi, not like that. Rashi says, Abedin Shev Yadalad, Bishasha of Damina Oilam. It was worth four, you know when it was worth four? Not when he was brought to court, not when the police arrested him, not when he was sentenced, but when he broke it. Now who cares how much it was worth when it was broken, right? We're talking here about being Mechaivim money for the Shviro, and it's in the context of a Geneva. Geneva has two time periods which are relevant to us, the Shas Geneva and the Shas Amad Abedin. Who cares? What's this new time period that Rashi is introducing? Beshasha of Damina Ilam. This question we're going to get back to in Yetzirah next week after we see a Shikl and Chaim. But uh, at this point, we're going to put this out as a question. This Rashi is not understandable. The safe Rashi is learning doesn't mean the safe when there's a Hamad Abedin. He's learning the safe when it was broken. Now says Rashi. Tavra, you broke it with your hands, or shasya, or you drank it. Now, the reason I assume Rashi says Tavra biyadayim is to contrast to the next case of Rabbi's Mimra, where he said that you broke it and it broke on its own, it broke by itself. So, there the din is when you were Tavra biyadayim or shasya, you drank it, Mashalim dalit, you pay for. Now, says Rashi, Ubehamafkid, in the Gemara, in Baba Metziah, Mefarish Taima, they explain the reason as follows. However, it's still intact, the barrel's intact. It's still in the domain of its proper owner. Why? Because the Gazlan has to give it back. Therefore, when it got more valuable, it got more valuable in the domain of its proper owner. And that moment where he drank it or broke it, 
That's when he stole it. But when it broke on its own, what are you obligating him for? On the moment that he stole it. And that moment was only worth a zuz. And regarding Tvicha Mechira, it constitutes a Tavar Vashasya. Now, this whole Rashi, in a certain sense, is not understandable. Why not? Because Rashi starts off saying this whole Gemara in Amafkid. And he says what? He says that really, the whole time, we consider that this barrel of wine is still in its original owner's house. Why is that? Because he has to give it back. Who the Ghanim? The Ghanim has to give it back. Now, let's pause here. If it's in the Ghanim's house, and the whole time he has to give it back, and we view it like it's getting more valuable in the Rishos of the in the Rishos of the Bailem, so then, I don't, I don't get it. If that's the case, so then, irrelevant of whether he broke it or didn't break it, he should always have to pay for. Right? When it broke, when it was never Mila Ilam, whether it was it from Mila or not it from Mila, how much was it worth when it broke? For. And whose Rishos was it in? The owner's. So who cares if it broke or didn't break? The whole time it was in his Rishos. And he says something else now. The moment that he broke it and drank it, that's when he stole it. What are you talking about? The Gemara said, when did he steal? He stole it when it was worth one. So what do you mean? That's just not true. It's against the Gemara. The Gemara's not like that. Kasha number two. Kasha number three. When a broken tone, why even mechayevim? Aishaytu the gazla, aishaytu zuzahu the shaviyeh. We're going to ask, but again, who cares? Who cares the value on an itvam emila when you stole it? If the whole time it's getting more expensive in the shoes of the original owner, paying back for his loss. What was his loss? His loss was for. Kasha number four continues. Rashi, aishaytu zuzahu the shaviyeh. Vegabi tvicha mechira havi ketav v'shasya. What? What are you talking about? What's he talking about? What do the words mean? What's he coming to add? We have a question here that he's coming to address. There's something unclear that now it's like what? What's that mean? Mystery. So here, this Rashi really to understand what's going on. This pushes us. This forces us to understand what's going on in the sugya of of this din of. What's the Machayev? Right? You're coming out saying that Yechayev Dalet, now that you made it a Maisa Shvira, what's that Chiv of Dalet? Where is that? What's that coming to do? Where's that? Yeah? What's the explanation of that Chiv? So that's what we have to go ahead now and address. So what we're going to do now is we're going to read through this big Tzais. That's, um, if we were learning a Dafshir together, it would be obvious that we'd read this, you know, inside and go point by point. But I, the truth is, even though we're not learning a daf shir, I still want to go ahead and I want to read this because there's points here that we're going to come back to and we're going to analyze, and I think that it's worth it. Yeah. So let's 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 go. Adarabba. Says the ktsis b'rivosh simen reis samachvav kasev be'echad shehido alav. It wrote about someone that gave testimony about him shecholakim aganav. The case was we have two people that they had a stolen object and they. Right, Reuven stole from Shimon, and Reuven and Navy split the goods. Shaganov of Beis Yisrael, he stole from a Jew. So Beis came and they called him and they said he has to give it back. 
The person who split it, Reuven stole it from Shimon, and Levi and Reuven split the goods. Levi got caught, Levi has to give it back. So the Rivash says that Levi is not possible for Edis. Why? The person who says to a messenger, go and steal, the person who sent him to Rab is exempt. There's a din, right? Divya Rab, Divya Talmud, Mishemin. There's no shlichus to Dvar Vizha. Now, Betumim, the Tubim, the Zirinus and Ibshitz, Raisish is Malamilid, Odinze. He got very upset about this Rivosh. And he wrote as follows They came in to be old Moment Chavirai, since at the end of the day, Levi has Shimon's property, and he's keeping Shimon's property in his hand to prevent Shimon from getting it back. He's a rush of Chomas. He's one, he's, he's, he's coercing, coercing, coercing money out of him. And I don't know why this is any different than a Kufa Pikodon. What's a Kufa Pikodon? Someone gives me a deposit. I'm a Shimon. I say I'm watching it. And now, even though I say I'm watching it, so what I claim it was stolen from me. So I have someone else's money, and I'm a makiv in my hand. There, I'm chayiv keifel, I'm pashdaganav, avadim pasal edus. But this person, Levi, so I didn't steal it. Reuven stole it. Now I'm just not giving it back to Shimon. There, he's kasher for edus. What's the difference? What's the difference? Right? Even though when it came to a kovet pikodim behetabel yodei, a kovet pikodim, he came to his house. Permission with permission, it came to his domain with permission. Even though he'd, since he's denying it, so he's possible to So Levi's worse, he took it. The and nonetheless, and he's also denying the ability to give it back, he's denying the, the means to give it back. And he's technically and practically not giving it back. Then he's going to be Kosha the Edus. So there he says in the Rivash, it must be that we're talking about a case where he already gave it back. And since he returned it already, the stolen property is not in his Rishos. So that's why he's Kasha the Edus. Oh, the Shem maybe the maybe the Bailim were Miyayish after Reuben stole it originally. And therefore, when Levi got it already, it was Boliyadu after Yayish. Ein Shem. And that's what the Innocence Ibshitz wants to say in order to try to make the stance. Of, of the what's it called? Of the rivash makes sense, and claims the ktsayis. He says, if you look at the rivash, it's not pshat. It's not pshat. What he's trying to say. And then her mother brings the rivash. This also doesn't mean talking about the case specifically where it's machzir already, because it was yeyush already. The mashma, the implication is, the pashtas is under all circumstances, the guy's not pasleidus. So you have a bam kasha, according to the rivash, a person who's a chilekim yaganav, he has stolen property and is not returning it, even though he didn't do the maisa geneva himself, but he has stolen property and is not returning it. There the din is that he's not pasleidus. Every kofar pikodun is the same thing, and he is pasleidus. So what's the difference? So it says the Holy Ketzis as follows, Mamish Geshmak. This is ABCs of Yiddishkeit, guys. This is like, uh, besides the Ketzis Dalid, this is, I'm saying, the, this Ketzis is probably the second most famous Ketzis. So he says, Vanili Bezeh. What seems to me in this din? This comparison of Rivinus and Ibshitz to say 
that Levi, who has the stolen property, even though he didn't take it, is comparable to the case of a Kufa Pepikodin, this is not true. There's no comparison whatsoever. Why not? We're of the opinion that a Gunev Acharaganev doesn't pay Kefal. This we had in our Mishnah. Right? Remember this? We had in our Mishnah whether a Gunev Acharaganev is Chayiv and Kefal, is Bata from Kefal. And we had a Machlikas even, if you remember, between the Ktsuis and the Mabit. Is that a Ptur just in Kefal or is that a Ptur even in the Karen of Geneva? Let's see. Uberish Perakagazel Meichel. Now, in the beginning of the Perakazel Meichel, that's the Gemara Bavakam we just saw, the Mishnah of Gemara. It's really the Remi Barchama. Remi Barchama is of the opinion over there. The Gazov Lainasyanshu Bailem. Let's say in a case where someone steals from a Plony, and Plony doesn't give up hope. Uba'acher, now comes a third party, Ba'achle, and he eats that which was stolen. So he eats the stolen property in the domain of the Ganav right now. So what's the Halacha? That he can only collect from the Gazlan. He can't collect from whoever he wants, he can only collect from the Gazlan. He writes the reason of Rabbi Bachama is the Kavan Shulay Gazlan. Since the person who ate it's not a Gazlan, he can't claim it whatsoever. Why? Because when it was damaged when it was eaten it wasn't in the owner's full domain why not because he's not able to be maktishit if that's the case now then for sure is not a gazlan meaning to say as follows we see clearly that the svar and tesis why remi barchama holds that he can only be tevea the ganav he can't be tevea the oichel it was because only the Ganav took it from the Bailim. Because once it was Ganav already, so the Bailim already lost part of the claim to the object. How do we know? Because he can't be Maktashit. So that's true. When Levi got it from the Ganav, he didn't take it. He didn't, he didn't, he isn't holding something that came directly from the Rishusa Bailim. And therefore, there's a certain leniency to that. That which is not true when it comes to a Kefir Bepikadon. When he has Kofar Pipikadon, the Kfira was on something which was totally in the Rishas Abayim. That's Chilik number one. But even according to Rav Chista, the Kaimlan Kavasei, that's the Halacha. The Im Ba'achev Ha'achle, that if Ruben, that, uh, I forget the names, there's a Gandav and the person who came and eat it. Ratzim is a Gavir, Ratzim is a Gavir, he can collect from either party. The reason he can collect from either party is because the second guy ate it. Umishumazik. And because it was damaged, because it still belongs to the original owner. But he's not Mechaev as a Gazlan. So if someone stole it from the original owner, and then a second guy stole it from the thief, and it got lost after the fact, the second guy doesn't have to pay to Lash Gazlan to Bailim. He's not considered the Ganav of the Baizim. Why? Since the object's not in the domain of the original owner. Now, this is wild. This is wild. What the Ketis just got through saying? The Ketis got through saying that when a person is a gun of Minaganov, the Pshad is, he didn't do a Maisa He didn't steal. He's not even Chayven Karen. Why not? 
because since it already was stolen, it already partially left the Rishus Abaylam. Therefore, you can't do a Geneva on something which already left the Rishus Abaylam. It has to be totally Bebeis Ha'ish. Now he wants to prove this. Viteda. I can show that it's true. Why? Even the Ganav Rishin only ever pays Kishas Gzela. How does he know? Because if he stole a barrel of wine, it was originally worth one zuz. But now it's worth four. Then what's the din? Tavra vishasya. If he drank the barrel, or, or if he, I'm sorry, broke the barrel or drank the wine, mishalem dalid. He pays for it. And avada, if it broke on its own, he only pays one. Now says the ktsayis. Number one, he says as well as what the guy, the guy never never moved the barrel. The barrel was staying in the same spot the whole time. Avada, he moved the barrel, and yet he moved the barrel. And after the price went up, and nonetheless, he's only chayv aleph. The oid, and furthermore, even if he never lifted it up, it's in his chatzar. And every moment, he's stealing it. So how come he's only paying four? Right? Really, he should pay. He should, he, why isn't he paying four? He's only paying one. Why is he only paying one? He should pay four. He did a kin in chatzar. One is worth more money. Rather, it has to, it must be, the cave of the Kfar Gazde, since he already grabbed him, the Eina Berushus the Nigzel, and I already left the the, the Rishul Sabaylim. It's not Bisa Ish. Sula Himichay the Gzela Elabatiris Mazik. Zaktik Tzis. I tell you, you can't be a Gazlan. Once it was stolen once, the Nevada. That's the only an object can only become a stolen object once. Once it was stolen, it's stolen. Ah, he's Chayv later on for four for the Shashvira. It's not me, Din Gneva. He's not a Gandav. You know what he is? He's a Mazik. That's a Pella. He's a Mazik. The Hainu Taimek says that based on the Ktis, Hainu Taimek, the Ina Gunev Achragana, Mishalm Tashlumi Kefil. That's why a Gunev Achragana doesn't pay Kefil. That's Prat in the Mishnah. Why? Because it says you have to take Mibesa Ish. You get the Isa Perk Meruba. And like it says in Meruba, Mishum de Ina Burushu Seydach Samek Tess. That's the dinner of Yochanan. That when there was a Geneva, Zeinu Yachalak Tisha, Zeinu Yachalak Tisha, Zeinu Yachalak Tisha, because Zeinu Shalai, Zeinu Yachalak Tisha, Min Rishina Brishusai. Vim Kain, Vahavi Elishina Teres Gazdan Klal. The second guy is not a Gazdan. So I steal it from Plony, and someone steals it from me. The second guy who stole it from me is not a Gazdan, because he didn't take him in Beis Ish. It's not the Bailam Rishinim's Rishus, because I took it from him already, and it's not my Rishus, because I have to give it back to the Bailam Rishinim. Ella Isa Beina. However, if the second guy hasn't, it's still intact. Kevin Delaknoi, since he didn't acquire it at the end of the day, because the Bainam Rishunim still didn't give up hope on it. The Nigzal Havi still belongs to the original owner, and Kulhecha the Isa came to Laknoi, wherever it is, because he didn't make an opinion on it. But even though he has to give it back, because it's not his property, nonetheless, he's had a Gazlan, but they got They came to one Nigno, they based by them in the Bershusa, so they're all Vashini, Mishun Le Signal, Mishun Le Sigzal. There, he's not chayv, but Mishum le'sigzel. Masha inkin kufer b'vikodin. That which is not true when it comes to kufer b'vikodin. I call eich the yisab reshus demarei. When it comes to kufer b'vikodin, once it's b'vikodin, it's still like it's the reshus the bailim. The yachol hakdisha, and he's able to go ahead and be makdish it. V'agunim be'sa shev from shalom kefil. 
And if I steal from a shamer, I'm Chaim Kefil. Who do I pay Kefil to the Bainim? Like it says in Tesis, but Mekia, but Mekia. But So when it comes to a Kefil Bikodin, even though it's the same act, it's holding, withholding someone else's property from them. The same way that a Chilik Maganev, Levi is withholding Shimon's property from him. How did I take it? When it came to the Kofa Bibikodun, I took it in Beis Ha'ish. I'm the Shoimer. It's completely in the Rishus of the Bailim. And I'm saying, no, I'm not giving it back. I took it in Beis Ha'bailim. But in the case of Achilik Maganev, Ruvain took it out of Shimon's Rishus. Ruvain the Ganev. I, so Ruvain gave it to me afterwards. Very good. But when Levi got it, he got it not from the Bais of Shimon. He got it from Ruvain. Therefore, it's not a problem. Therefore, it's not a problem. He says, I was married with something which was simple. I was linked to something that was simple. Because a person could be upset the same way the tomb was upset. But the truth be told, the words of the Rosh and the, the Rivar Nechaynim, the true, the correct. Now, according to the Ktsis, if our Sugya, we have a Gemara, the Gemara says, the Tavar Vishasi is Mishalim Dalid. According to the Ktsis, Yechayev Aleph for Gneva, Lechaura, Lechaura, you'd pay Kefal on that Aleph, and you'd pay three more Midin Mazik. That's the Chaura that comes out from the Ktsis. Now, according to the Ktsis, the reason I'm Chayev is because I'm a Mazik. I'm going to point out a Ha'ara here, it's a very stark Ha'ara, but uh, you have to make this Ha'ara. Rashi says as follows. Rashi says, Rashi says, the moment you broke it to drink it, you were a gazlan. A gazlan. A gazlan. It doesn't say you're a mazik. You're a gazlan. So that's a pillar. It seems to be Kimat the Gemara Mufreshes, not like Rashi. Not like the Ktsis, I'm sorry. And when Rashi quotes the Gemara Bamatia, so he quotes the Gemara Ritzing, saying that I shaitu the Kegazalei. Now it gets worse. It gets worse because if you open up the Gemara above Metziyataka, the Gemara asks Rashi's Kimat Rebedim quoting the Gemara over there. And Rashi says, the Gemara asks it a mafkid, it brings the Mimra of Rabbah. The Gemara of Mafkid brings the Mimra of Rabbah. The Gemara says, my time of the Rabbah. And he says, the Kul Kamadi Isa, the Inabushis the Marakaim, the Vukhulay, the Hoshtikul. And it says, how should I do the And then it says, Utnan kol hagazlon de mishamim kshasak zele. And he quotes the Mishnah, Tzadivav. So that's even worse. Mishlama, you just had what Rashi's girsal was. How should I do the So then fine, you can say it's not Dafka, it doesn't really mean Kagazalah, it means that he was Mazakit. Fine. The, the Gemara, our Gemara, and Mem Gimel Amad Aleph quotes a Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Titnan. That means that the Shir is a Shasak Zayla. It's not a Shasamazik. So this is a Pella. Mamish a Pella on the Ktis. It's Kimat Ugmar Furesh is not like him. But I will tell you, Epis and Chama, that Agamara says like that, Lamaisa the Rif, when he quotes the Gemara over there, doesn't quote the Tnan. So it seems like in the Rif, the, the, the Tnan, wasn't part of the Girsa. Which is an Achama, because if it's part of the Girsa, it's Pasha and Pasha, we Matchik and Rashi. If it's, it's yes, part of the Girsa, if it's not part of the Girsa, I'm sorry, like Rashi by yes doesn't quote it, so maybe that's half of a help, right? Because at the end of the day, 
It's not quoting a Mishnah of a Dina Gzela. It just says the word Gzela. So why you can say Gzela Sabtafka? But this is a big Ha'ar in the Ktais, at least, the, the Lashon of Rashi himself. And that being said, that being said, who, the whole piece is still very difficult, right? Let's read the Rashi according to the Ktais. Tavr will be a Dayim, a Shasim, a Shalom Dalet. Why is that relevant? Betzim, I have no idea. It's still getting more valuable in the Rishus of the Mar. I guess, I guess you could say what? Because uh, it's still in his Rishus. So therefore, I know what it means, his Rishus here. It means he's still the owner? It's still his? Obviously it's still his, right? He has to give it back. Therefore, it's getting more valuable in his Rishus. That means it's in his bank account. I don't know, how do you read the Rashi? When you break it... Now you're a mazikit. If you didn't have that whole hakdama, forget the whole hakdama. Whose rishus was hukrein, not hukrein. I have a havamina that if I have something, I have to give back that belongs to someone, and I damage it, and I have to pay for the damages. What's the havamina? What's the talking? What's the hak? Obviously, right? You have to give it back, and now you damaged it. So whatever you have to give back, so pay back for the damages. What you have to give back? I feel like uh, Rashi's Rashi's. Bavorning something which doesn't have to be bavorned according to the 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 ktsis. but I, either way, either way, the ha'ar on the ktsis and the lashon of gzela, both in the Gemara and especially in the Gemara that we have that says it's not called gazal mashas gzela, is a doichek rav in in the pshat in Rashi. Now the main side brought for you here kibbutz yorim. The kibbutz yorim has a kash on the ktsis. He says that according to the ktsis, always the ktsis has bad them two proofs, right? The proof, one proof that the Ketis has is that if there was another Maisa Geneva, so then every moment there's a Maisa Geneva because of a Kenin Chatzar. What, you're making a Kim to they never move the barrel? He moved the barrel. And nonetheless, Beit Vemimele is only paying one. He's not paying four. That was one proof. That was a, that was a proof in Svara. His other proof was from Rami Barchama. Number one, you're a Ganav. Number two, you're a Mazik. Why? Because there can't be a second Ganav. There can only be one Ganav. So the second Machayev is a Vade, a Machayev, a Mazik. So Kibbutzir, in fact, the Kashi here of uh, the Ktis that says that he wants to answer. He wants to answer for the Ktis. And he says, why is it that when you when it's Itvar Mamele, even if you moved it, you're not Chayev 4, so he says, So specifically when the, the barrel was in the Rishus Bailim, then that's when it becomes a Maisa Geneva through the Hagba itself. But when the object was already in the domain of the Ganav, that's not called a Maisa Geneva. What? So I moved the object from my right hand to my left hand, that's a new Geneva, I stole it again. It's already stolen. So now he says two things. This is number one, you have to do something. Something has to change. Something has to change. You need a shvira. And the dafka shvira is going to go ahead and create a new maisa, geneva. Number two, he says, that is taka, there's a new geneva here. Not like the ktsis. The ktsis says that the machayiv is a machayiv of, of hezek. The rebelchonon, that the, the Maisa Shvira is a Maisa of Geneva. Now, this has to be explained. Both those aspects. I brought for you here in the Sivas Amishpat. The Sivas Amishpat is a hard read. It's based off a Gemara and Tamura. 
Yavin Mahani, Yavin Loi Mahani. So I'm going to talk to you this, this there was a value in reading it inside because I want to come back to these points again and again, both the Ktsis Rayas from this Kasha of Kinyan on an object after it was stolen, that should be a Siba, be Machai of the higher price. And secondly, this din of Rotsamizagov, Rotsamizagov, that there's a Machai of a Mazik following a Geneva, not a Machai of anything else besides Mazik. So let's talk about this Nesivas. Nesivas says a tremendous din. He says there's a concept called a Geneva Achraganov. A person can steal after something was already stolen from. But says the Nesivas, don't think he can steal like uh, just to do the same thing, just to move it. Says there, there has to be a new, a new effect to your Geneva. So now, that being true, let's talk conceptually here for a second. When I own something, what's it mean that I own it? What's what's the expression of my ownership, right? What what what? How is that? How is that manifest? Where's my ownership manifest over an object? So I'm going to use my terminology. How uh, the Nesivas uses this. Terminology, but I'm gonna I'm gonna coin it in our own way that we can relate to it better. So the Siva says as follows: There's something called shaloi. There's something called me it being my property. The monetary value is mine. The thing belongs to me. And there's something totally different called berushusay. Berushusay means that I have dominion over it. I have control over it. I can choose what to do with it. And that's something which is totally disparate from the din of shaloi of having ownership over it. So when it comes from the din of Geneva, every Maise Geneva, where that takes effect, is Dafka in the concept called Vereshuso. So he had an owner, he had an object, the guy had a, a cup, and now the Ganav comes and takes the cup. So who does the money belong to? The money, the cup, the value of the cup still belongs to its owner. Who has the usage, the, the rights to use it? Who is in control of that? That the Ganev has control of. Why? Because, practically speaking, who can drink out of the cup right now? The owner can't drink out of the cup because the Ganev took it. It's in his hands. So even though it's not allowed to, if he asked the Rav, the Rav would say, Abada, you can't take it. It's not yours. How could you take such a thing? That doesn't make a difference. Why not? Because, at the end of the day, practically speaking, only the Ganev can drink from it. So who has the Rishuls of the, of the mug? Who has the, the control over the mug right now? Only the Ganev. That being said, that being said, so now we have an unbelievable dichotomy. We have that ownership is manifest in two different ways. So Rabbi Yochanan, right? This we're going to go back to all the time. Rabbi Yochanan says, someone steals something from someone else, right? A Ganev takes something from the Bailim. Shneim enam yecholim nahaktish. Both of them can't be maktishit. Why not? The Ganev can't be Maktashit because it's not Shiloh, it's not his. He doesn't, it's not his money to change. And the Bailim, why not? He's lacking in his ownership. Why not? He's lacking in his ownership because he doesn't have jurisdiction over his own money. Someone else commandeered it from him. So since he doesn't have jurisdiction from it, so then he can't go ahead and use it. He can't go ahead and be Maktashit. says in the Sivas Mishpat as follows I want to steal something, I take something from someone else's Rishus. So what, what happens? What am I stripping him of? I, the Ganev, am stripping him of, of, the, of the aspect of ownership called Rishuso. I'm taking away his ability to utilize his own object. I'm taking away the, the, the utility of his object from him. I took that. 
So therefore, says the Nesivas, Avanda, when you take away the utility, you're a ganav. Now, says the Ketzis, says the Nesivas, I'm sorry, if I move it from my left hand to my right hand, the object, I didn't take away any more utility. The, the, the Rishusa that I took away from the original Nesigneva didn't change. And therefore, the fact that I moved it from my left hand to my right hand, the fact that sitting in my house and there's a Kinyan Chatzar constantly, like the Ketzis asked, who cares? Because at the end of the day, that which I already executed through my original Maiseganeva, that which I already changed from my original Maiseganeva, that the owner lost dominion over his object, that's still true. Nothing changed based off that Kenyan Chatzar. Says the Nesivas, that's why we don't go ahead and say that there's a new Maiseganeva, and that just the fact that it's in my house is going to be machayv me for the increased price of the barrel of wine. But says the Nesivas, what happens now when you come ahead and you make a tavra? You broke the you broke the barrel. When I break the barrel, you know what I did, says the Nesivas? I took away not only his utility to to interact with the object, right? I didn't take away the cup that he can't drink from the cup, but now I also took away the monetary value. Because the fact that I made a shvira, that makes a kinyan for the ganav. There's something called a Shinui Maisa. We're going to talk about that in Yitzhak Hashem when you get to Samachayim with Beis. But there's something called a Shinui Maisa. I changed the physical status of the object. And since I did that, you know who's the owner of the physical object at this point? The Ganav. And the Ganav has to pay back money, obviously, for the original Ganeva. But he took away that aspect now of Shalom. says in the you took away another aspect of ownership? Once you shipped him another aspect of ownership, you took away the shalom, that's a new ma'isa geneva. So says the Nesivas, Avada, you can have a geneva, achar geneva. You can have two genevas in a row, no problem. But the second geneva, the second geneva has to be a geneva which furthers the object away from the Bailam, Arishonim. So whereas the first geneva, all it did was take away the aspect called Rishusul, that he didn't have dominion over it anymore, the second geneva has to further it. So that second geneva has to go ahead and how do we further the Geneva? We take away another aspect of his Bailas. The Shvira takes away an aspect of Bailas that he's not the owner anymore. Even it's not called his money. Ah, you made it that it's not his money anymore? That's, that's further away from the Bailam. You're Taka Ganav. We're going to be Machayvi for that. So that's the Yisrael of the Nesivas. Now this Yisrael of the Nesivas, on one hand, is very Gishmak, because now we can go back to Rashi. And Rashi says, That actually makes a lot of sense, right? Why? Because there's, we're, we're dealing with the concept of another theft. So, so there, that's Rashi is actually very precise. And if we had a Gemara and Baba Metziah that actually adds, it's not, not going to bother us. Because we're not talking about a dinner mazik. We're actually talking a dinner gneva. And truth be told, the whole Rashi actually reads very, very nicely according to this. Let's, let's just read Rashi inside based off the Nesivas. But the Rashi says, Tavra B'dayim Yishalim you break it with your hands, you drink it, you pay for The Gemara in Bav explains why. Whenever the barrel's intact still. Says, says Rashi, you know what? It's still intact, so whose money is that? The Shalom, the ownership? That's still the ownership of the original owner. Why does it belong to the original owner? The Baha'i the Adura. I can prove it to you. How do I know it belongs to the original owner? Because the Ganev has to give it back. 
So I can show you this item is an item which belongs to the original owner. Hilkach Brishusa de Marahukra. So since it's his money, because and I could prove it to you, because he has to give it back to the Ghana has to give it back to the original owner. So it's his money which is inflating in price. Brishusa de Marahukra. It's inflating in price. It still belongs. It's his monetary object which is increasing in value. So now when he goes ahead, the Ganev, and he brinks it, or he drinks the wine, there we have a new Maitha Geneva. Why? According to Nesivas, it's beautiful, because he took away that, new, that aspect which you're discussing. We were just discussing the fact that it's Shalom, and I can prove to you it's Shalom from the Chiv to be Meshavit. Aye, now he broke it. That's a new gzela. Why? Because you took away shalom. Bereshus of Avada you took away. That we know. The Chiddush is you took away the shalom. That's why we're stressing Rashi has to stress that from the onset. But if it broke on its own, Rashi continues. What can you be mechaivim for? The only Maisa Geneva we have there is when you originally took it. Right? Because I was increasing in value when it's sitting as a Rishus. That's very good, but if we don't further the gzele, we don't strip him of another aspect of bailis, then we can't be mechaivim as a ganav either. And there, we can only be mechaivim for the first, the first incident, ha'ishayta zuzuhu deshavya. So that first incident was only worth a zuz. So according to Rashi, Rashi reads beautifully according to the Sivas, both not just in the aspect that he calls it a gzele as opposed to a hezek, and he quotes the Gemara above Metziah, which says explicitly it's a and not But also the fact that Rashi has to stress the, the aspect of it being the Bailam Rishonim and how he knows it's still the Bailam Rishonims, at least in the, especially in the aspect of having monetary rights to it, that it's his money, it's in his portfolio, that's specifically where the, the spe, speaking to the Nesivas, that the aspect of Shalom, which he's stripping of him, that's what he had up until now. And now that he broke it, that's what he lost. So it's clear to me, it's much clear to me, is Kabal Kachama, that the that the Rashi is learning Adarch and Nesivas and Adaktsis. The Mirza Hashem and Ahmed Bez, when we get to Ahmed Bez, I'm going to show you Rashi. It came out explicit that that Rashi goes like the Nesivas and not like the Ktsis. It's explicit, Ramish explicit. I'm going to take it back. Not came out explicit. It's explicit. He's going like the Ktsis, not the Nesivas, not like the Ktsis. I'm going to show you a Rambam like the Nesivas, not the Ktsis. It's Ktsis is a shikopella. Um the Ktsis is a shikopella. Now, what we will have to address is how come in the world of Nesivas, this is not a problem of a Gaini Minaganev. Right? If you have a Gneva, Achra Gneva, then we know from the Mishnah that the Nesivas can't be Chilakon. That the Mishnah says, in some ways, on base, that there's a din of a Gaini Minaganev, and a Gaini Minaganev is Potter. A Gaini Minaganev is Potter. He knows that. So, according to Nesivas, we're going to have to explain why a Gaini Minaganev is Potter. Um, the Ktsis we understand, because he can't do a Maisa Gneva, it's not going to be Ish. But according to the, the Nesivas, we'll have to know why. If a person, right, I, I, I steal something from someone, and now I do another Maisa Geneva, who cares if it's me doing a second Maisa Geneva on someone else's property? And who cares if it's someone else doing a Maisa Geneva on someone else's property? At the end of the day, it's a second Geneva on the same object. Why doesn't it have to have the exemption of a Gini Minaganev? Number two, we're going to have to address that why in the world is a Maisa Shvira a Maisa Geneva? Right? Why is that? So we're saying that it's, at the end of the day, halachically, it's taking away an aspect of ownership, which is true. But 
let me let me ask you differently. If I break something, so then he the guy whose object whose it was, so now he has an object still. I have to pay him for it. So you can tell me you can get technical and you can say that the shvarim maybe owns the shvarim. You don't have to pay for the shvarim. You have to only pay for everything minus the shvarim. You can get technical, but no balabatish. Yeah, but a balabatish sense. I broke something, so now I don't have to pay him for everything. I do. So what way is this a gneva? What does that mean for this to be a gneva? I want to I get a better definition of what that means. So, Mir Hashem, next week, we're going to pick up from here. We have clear, I think, the machlekes between the ksais and the sivas. That the mechayv of Tavra, according to the ksais, is that after the Maisa gneva, he did a Maisa hezek. He had two proofs for that. Number one, from Svara, the fact that the fact that Avada, there was a Kenyan Chatzah the whole time it went up, but nonetheless, you only Chayev Bishas Tvira. And number two, from Rabbi Barachama and Rav Chizdan, that according to Rav Chizdan, you only Chayev Ratzamizagayev because the second person was Midin Mazik and not Ganav. So those are two proofs. And the Nesivas Amishpot with this Kiddush and Bailas, the Bailas has two manifestations, Shalosh, Shusai, and in the Maisek and Eva, you could have an each and one of those different aspects. So Mitz Hashem will pick up from here next week to try to address the two questions in the Sivas. Then what we think is really Rashi, that how could it be that number one, that there's no Ptur Gunim in how can I, the same person, do two Maisek and Evas? you can only do one. The second Maisek and should be Ptur because it didn't go in Number two, what, let's get a better understanding of what it means that even if the second, the Maisek, the active Hezek takes away a Shalom, how is an active Hezek considered like a Maisek and a good Shabbos.